These tend to evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Katori Bako, uh, or the child stealing box. Um, so Katori Bako is one of those Japanese creepypastas that we've been kind of pulling from Kawabana website. So, so that's how we assume it's said? It's pronounced. Yes. <laughs> just rolling with it. Yeah. For the time, that's how I'm going to say. It. And if it's wrong, well, you can leave a comment in the comment section below where this is posted. So where you can tell us exactly how to pronounce it properly. Cause I looked, <laughs> I couldn't really find a, like how to pronounce this word. There is a so. video at the very start of this story. Really? Probably says it repeatedly. <laughs> oh my God. Are you, are you fucking serious? Yeah. I did not. I, I just, you want me to watch it real quick and see? I was about, I was about to pull it up, actually. Yeah, do it, yeah. <laughs> One moment, please. Well, within the first second, it's like, the Katori Bako. Cool. So that's probably, like, at least a version of how you'd say it. Like, it might be different depending on the uh, the inflection and such that you need. Mm-hmm. We've done a deep dive with our research for how to pronounce it. Yes, <laughs> a whole twenty, a whole a whole five seconds into a uh, a video that apparently was already... On the website of Kawabana. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so we're doing Katori Bako. Um, and it was translated and posted on Kawabana website, so you can check it out there. Um, I've like doing a quick look, it, like, there are other versions of it, it seems, online elsewhere. Um, it even has a spot, like, the the, the actual box itself, like, the artifact itself, ha- even has a uh, an entry on the uh, Encyclopedia of the Impossible. Uh, which is where I got a bunch of information regarding the Kitsuragi station uh, entries and stuff like that, like where it was and such. So it seems like an interesting website as well. The um, Encyclopedia of the Impossible, it has like basically just entries on like weird artifacts and places and, and anomalies and stuff. It's kind of like an SCP, but for um, for like non-SCP, like creepypasta items and, and like spooky things. So, oh, okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, I suppose we should dive into the rundown before I continue digressing 100%. Um, so the story is pulled from a series of blog entries by an anonymous poster who in the story goes by A, uh, like the capital A, like the capital letter A. Um, every person and place in this story is given an alias to protect their identities. So... A and his friends, M and K, are waiting for a girl named S to arrive so they can go out drinking. So uh, S brings over a strange puzzle box because she knows A is good at puzzles. Um, However, M, who can see spirits and whose family are Shinto priests, freaks out as he sees something terrible about the box. Um, Apparently, S and her family found the box while cleaning out an old shed on the property that they were going to be demolishing. Uh, M calls his father, and then after some very weird and nervous panicked behavior, uh, 
asks for a knife and performs a purification ritual over S and the box involving his own blood. Um, and then S pukes out some weird thing and um, then M puts a blood, uh, like his, his bloody handprint on the box and uh, begins encha- uh, begins um, uh, performing an incantation to try and purify the box. M takes the box, uh, ties it to his hand for safekeeping and disposal, uh, and the night is basically over at that point as A drives everyone home after that. Um, A finds this whole thing very interesting, as apparently these boxes are M's family business, like finding them and cleansing them of of some inner evil, uh, and gets his it gets the okay from M to post the story, uh, but also wants to know more. Um, and as it happens, so does K and S and S's family. So a few days go by. They meet at S's family house with M. Apparently, S's neighbor Jason was against the destruction of the shed and like had a big argument with S's father um, because he knew about the box. Um, as they all meet up and and discuss what what's happening, uh, Jason reveals that his family, S's family, and their neighbor across the road, the T's, <laughs> um, were all part of an of some ancestral arrangement to watch over and weaken a spiritual weapon, the Kotori Bako, or the child stealing box. Jason apparently turned away from his obligations when S's grandfather died, and he was supposed to take the box into his care because he was afraid that it was going to like affect his family or, or something along those lines. Um, M's family are connected in all this as they are the original priests who set up the weakening ritual on the boxes in the first place. And then we get kind of a, a history lesson about the boxes. So in the past, the village these families came from were were oppressed and to fight back they accepted a ritual to build these boxes that would kill any child or childbearing women in their presence um they were taught this by a mysterious man from the oki islands who also seems to have the same surname as a the boxes require child sacrifices to build the, the curse within them and this village made quite a few of various potency, like made quite a few of these boxes of varying potency from the, for the curse. Um, I think like like 54 plus children were sacrificed to make these boxes. Yeah. Um, like they made That's about not 60... including ones that failed as well. So it's probably more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think in total, uh, the story says like they made like about 16 boxes, like fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but backing up a little bit, um, the first and most powerful box was made and given to the mysterious man, who then departed, leaving the villagers to build their own for their own ends. Uh, eventually, after the village had succeeded in freeing themselves of other villages and the oppressive leaders uh, through this terrifying weapon, <clears throat> they kept making boxes until they had an accident where one of their own uh, children found one of the boxes and brought it into their home. And then like the whole family, basically like all the children and, and women, childbearing women of that household died. Um, 
realizing their folly now <laughs> or then, um, they seeked out priests, uh, which are M's family, who instructed them on how to weaken the boxes over a hundred years. And then the priests could then take the boxes and properly purify and dispose of them. Um, there are currently only two boxes left. The one from earlier in the story um, has now been dealt with. Um, A finishes up the story requesting that anyone with information on these boxes in their local folklore uh, contact him with information. As he and the others are curious about the origins of the box, um, a possible connection between A and the mysterious man who knew how to make them in the first place, and also finding the last two boxes so that they can be purified. Uh, and that's where the story ends, or that's where the entries end. So, I suppose we shall move on to Everyone Tolerates the Grand Inquisitions! At this point, um, I've got a number of them. <laughs> So I'll start with this one here. M. Uh, let's see. S. Chan's family probably won't like that. Like, yeah, probably won't like what I have to say. But there's this village up on Mount O. They have things like that box up there. My dad looked. My dad took it there, and they've taken care of it. You're better of not knowing anything else about it. <clears throat> So my first, the first thing, the grammar inquisition, um, uh, it's probably you're better off not knowing anything else about it. Not of. It's just missing one F in the translation. Um, also, this is kind of related to grammar inquisition later in my notes. Um, but so I initially Googled Mount O Japan, just like because I was curious to see if that was an actual mountain. <laughs> Um, and, and, and everything I got was actually Mount Fuji. Like all of the, all the, yep. uh, the things I, I looked, I found when I was looking it up, which is Mount Fuji, which at the time made sense because like Mount Fuji is, is a very spiritually significant location in Japan and there's tons of shrines and stuff on it until you read further in the story and discover that Mount O is likely just an alias for the location of this story. Yeah. I picked that um, up immediately. Cause all the I, names are... I should have, <laughs> I really should have, but I I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, because every person and place in the story is given false names for better or worse. Um, it was a little confusing for me at the, at times when they, uh, using the uh, uh, using the the way they use the uh, uh, the aliases. It's confusing uh -huh. for me the entire time. Was it yep. okay? Okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one then. Um, so, moving on to the next thing here. Um, she wanted to tell the three of us about it the next day. I think it needs to be, she wanted to tell us. Or, she wanted to tell the three of us about it the next day. And then, my next one here. Um, so, this is actually in regards to... So, um, this story is done up in, like, blog entry bits. So we get like kind of the title of the blog entry and then like the blurb, like the actual entry itself. I feel like, however, we just get like a title and then like the, the, the bit where like the, uh, uh, 
the body of the the writing um after it like there's one in particular um when the contractors came to demolish the shed like that's the title and then we go into uh this happened two days after the events at my house the contractors arrived on may 23rd with their equipment and as they tried to enter the yard jay approached s's father so this is like the first kind of instance where i kind of felt like we should maybe maybe like make this a little bit more blog entry format or at least like like almost like a log entry format where i feel like there should be some kind of like timestamp or like a date stamp um at on like next to the the titles um of these uh these entries just to kind of help keep the continuity going or keep the continuity a little bit clear and you like you don't have to say like the year but like even like the month and day uh, the month and uh the day would i think help figure out like the timeline of what's going on in in the the uh the present story. Yeah. I'm not against that. Yeah. Um but I'll move on to the next thing here. Um with M coming as well, she thought today would be the only chance for us to hear that story he had to tell. Comma. So she convinced her father to invite Jay over. Period. Um, so for me, I feel like there should be a comma between as well and she thought. So like with M coming over as well, comma, she thought today would be blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of goes right into the next, like, there's like no like kind of stop, but there should be like at least a, a, a small break. Uh, um, and then my next one here. Until I heard S's story, I thought perhaps there had been... <clears throat> I thought perhaps there had just been a mistake and that you didn't know of the existence of the box, but you did know, didn't you? Even though you knew of the box, you didn't take it on. Then even though you knew it was in S's house, you kept quiet about it. So this happens a couple of times in the story. I, I think because I think it might be because of the translation but whenever it says in S's house, I think it's supposed to mean on S's property. Um, simply because the box was found outside in the shed. Um, and yeah, I guess. A couple, a couple of times in the story, it says like in S's house when it's talking about the box, like being even like being in the shed and stuff like that. So I think it just means like, I think that's just a, a translation error of um, property rather than house. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I can say in S's uh, family's possession or something like that, like something yeah. more generic than specifically yeah. in the house because it's not in the house. Yeah. Like I don't even think it was. Yeah. Like I think. Yeah. Like, like we were saying. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and my next one here, and that guy in brackets me. He might be an outsider but he might also might not be. His name is, is Double O. It's a fairly common surname around these parts, isn't it? Okay, so I got some two things here with, uh, with, the, with, these, with this quote here. Firstly, I feel like it should be, but he might also not be. Don't need that uh, second might in there. Yeah. Um, and secondly, I would have liked an in brackets bit 
um, saying that O or d that double O was a surname. Like in the last, just in the the last sentence, that I like the sentence right before this one. Uh, you just had an in bracket bit to explain that that guy was a or was the the person who's posting this. Um. Also, it's not till a bit later that we we do find out that there might actually be a connection between Double O and A because of their surname, like being the same. So I liked the, this is sort of like a, a compliment to the story. I liked how there's a little bit of foreshadowing ahead of time on on that. Um, I just sometimes I want some clarity on bracket in brackets <laughs> if you're gonna find, if you're gonna use them previously. I find it weird that. Emma's referencing him as that guy. Like he doesn't even he's really know guy. him. <laughs> well, no, I think he's like referencing like I think like he M knows him, but like Jason doesn't know him because he's addressing Jason this entire time. So it's like, and that guy, like he's I I, I imagine M's point like just like like putting a pointing a finger at at uh at A. <laughs> it's like yeah, I guess. or like or even like point like like just like waving like pointing a thumb. It's like and that guy over there. <laughs> He mm -hmm. might be an outsider, but he might also not be an outsider. He might, but he might also might not be. <laughs> so much might. <clears throat> yeah, all might. Mm -hmm. Never fear, for I am here. That's why his uh, name's M, right? Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> what a revelation. <laughs> Wait, no. But wait, the two main characters, the two actual, like, really main characters of the story are A and M. A.M. All Might. <laughs> I think this takes place in the, uh, in the My Hero Academia universe. <laughs> I think we cracked the code. <laughs> They're all superheroes. The, the, that's why he sees spirits. That's, that's M's quirk. <laughs> in, in, in My Hero Academia gamer, uh, like everybody's superpower is called a quirk and yes. it's like a specific personal superpower. I do know that. That's about all okay. I know about it though. <laughs> yeah. Also all might is like the Superman sort of analog of the okay. series. Um, but moving on, moving on. <laughs> um, uh, hearing such an awful story from a shady ma, no matter how hard your life is, how could you live with not only the pain of killing your own child, but then treating their dead body in such a way, dot, dot, dot. But you see, the villagers agreed, and then they did it. So a little run-on, because it's like three lines, basically, of, and there's no breaks aside from, like, commas. <clears throat> However, the actual meat of my, my grammar position in this one is, um, I think it should be, uh, hearing such an awful story from a shady man, comma, no matter how hard life is, comma. I think going. that should actually be a period because the the no is capitalized, so it was intentionally. Oh, you're meant right. To yeah. Be yeah. Period. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, I'd accept that. Um, Although that entire sentence would be hearing such an awful story from a shady man, period. No matter how hard life is. Yeah, yeah so that should kind of be connected, honestly. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, um, should the, should the period actually be, like, at the end of, like, no matter how hard life is? And then 
it goes in and then the next sentence is how could you live with not only the pain of killing your own child yeah. but, <clears throat> i feel like that might be where you want to have the period and then put that comma over between man and not and no yep okay uh and then the next thing here so remember when i mentioned uh the heavy use of aliases <laughs> uh for better or worse mm-hmm. um so here's the here's the quote um so you know about the uprising in the Oki Islands in the second half of the 1860s, right? It took it took them about a year to suppress it. But in that time, one of the people involved escaped to this village. You learned about the reason for the revolt at school, right? Oki is very prosperous land. Well, anyway, that guy's name was Double O. Uh and then in brackets right after the sentence, uh, it was the same last name as mine. So I'll call him in brackets, A, and bracket, and bracket. <laughs> why would you, why would you make another character essentially the same alias as you? <laughs> Imagine telling like, the story <laughs> vocally as well. Oh my god. How would... <laughs> so then A did this. Wait, wait you're A. No, like, I mean that A. I think at this point, like honestly, he should they should have just stuck with double O. Because yeah. like, yes, it is the same surname as 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 A, the present A, <laughs> but it it ha it, up until this point, double O has only been used to describe the past guy. Yeah. So yeah, honestly, it should just be double O. Double um, O, you mean? Yeah. What? You said double A, I think. He's oh, not I a meant double A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a double agent, <laughs> double O. Ah. <laughs> he's the original. He's the OG double O. That's why he doesn't have a number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Double O. Oh. Uh... <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. So honestly, that that whole thing. My, what I'm trying to get at is the aliases were really annoying sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it seems like I wasn't the only one who thought they were annoying from the from you guys. Yes. Yeah. Like I'm fine with like the aliases because like they they're obviously trying to like stop um like I they they want they don't want their identities or like the name like the location of the of where they live to be like identified. Like I get that, but like there's got to be a better way to describe like to uh to give you there's got to be better aliases than like the way they were doing it in the story. Yeah, that literally and, just use names that aren't yeah. the actual name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, pick a town that's like across the freaking country. They they even do that with the because Yoshido is not the name of the village when it's being mentioned in the in the uh, in the history story or in the in, oh, yeah. the in the in the story. Like they 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 say it's like uh, we're gonna I'm gonna use Yoshido for the for the family that rules the village and also the village's name. But it's not the it's not the actual name of the village. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I know like it uses double O, but like we've also seen O being used as the name of the mountain and like the region. <laughs> so that's why yeah, it's, it's double just, O because he really wanted to use O. Yeah, he, or he was just really uncreative with like what other letters he can use. Like Dude, there's only like six letters in the entire alphabet. Yeah, I, I so guess. you have to double up on them. <laughs> yeah. There's no love for Zed. No. Except in that really shitty novel, uh, Warm Bodies. <laughs> hey, there is a Lord Zed, so... Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. 
Also not a shitty novel. I don't know about the novel, but I know the movie was pretty bad. <laughs> oh, star. Anyways, let's continue. Yes. Uh, and that's the end of my grammar acquisitions. So, Mikey, the East Ends for Evil, take it away. I'm going to continue with the acronyms or whatever. So, the spot where it starts is I'm going to call my friend from the shrine M, the girl who came late S, and myself A. M's girlfriend I'll call K. And then later. M said, no way, this can't be, no way, what should I do, dad's out today. Me. Who the heck is me? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, he does that a couple a. times, too. Yeah, it should be A there, and then, like, early, like, later, it, when he says, like, that, that's me, by the way, it should be A. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like that was my biggest thing. Like you just established the aliases and you messed it up. Like not that far away. Like it, I didn't even have to scroll yeah. to see the mess up. <laughs> yeah, you've already fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And then just make sure other thing here. Yeah. Okay. So I have a conjunction junction. And next stop, Conjunction Junction. Doot, doot. So, one day, we decided to go out drinking and met up at my house first. But every now and then, he starts to tremble like this. It was a cube about 20 centimeters long. So, this was what she meant on the phone when she mentioned puzzle. It was made up of small wooden blocks like Tetris pieces. It sounded like some kind of prayer or incantation, but he repeated it five or six times. It sounded more like a recitation than an incantation. It really did sound like he was reciting a poem or something. So that's the end of the strange experience I had. It even became an independent thread. But he probably thought there was no point in hiding that much. So after speaking to M, the four of us are going to meet tomorrow, and I don't know if K will actually come. But I don't want to do anything to lose my friends, so if one of them wants me to stop posting about it, I will. It's going to be disgustingly long. It was a rather long conversation, so summing it all up will take some time. It's just like you would imagine, I think. It might be rude to say, but it seems difficult to believe that villagers who couldn't even read and write would be able to come up with all this. It had to be the work of A. It was forbidden for any of the parties to speak to each other about the boxes. It's clearly something taboo, 
and something the villagers wouldn't want outsiders to know. But M said there are still two boxes left. It might be silly to ask for information concerning how little I've given out, and I'm sorry. But if you know anything, please let me know. Finn. That was so streamlined. <laughs> like, you, there's things that you, you that were left out, but like, honestly, that kind of got the... the Indir- for the most part, got the uh, the 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 gist out <laughs> of the story. <laughs> yeah. Love how there's a box. The guy is suddenly doing incantations and recitations of poems. Yeah. And then uh, that's the end of the strange experience I had. It became an independent thread. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had a, and then we had a very long, disgustingly long talk about it. <laughs> Like, not even about the box, about the thread. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, like, it completely, like, you, there's no, there's no it's or, like, or, uh, ends, it's ends or butts at the beginning of the sentences for the JSON stories. So we have, we, do, we hear nothing about JSON in this entire thing. <laughs> it just, okay, and then, like, uh, because you didn't do the brackets A, you, you referenced, a, like, a, like, uh, A, it was all A's fault. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the past. <laughs> Uh, A's a time traveler. That's that's the whole. That's the dark secret about this whole thing. Is like the guy who the narrator who's posting or the post the original the OG poster is actually um a time traveler, and he still has that 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 first box of 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 death. What a twist! It could, well, I mean. It could be uh, he could be the villain, or it could be a redemption thing where he's like gone back. He he realized the, the errors of his ways. And now he's gone back to the. He's time traveled back into the to the future. <laughs> he's Marty McFly. He's Japanese Marty McFly. Ah. <laughs> uh, and he's trying to stop. Um, uh, he's trying to. He something's got to be done about his kids, and his kids being the ones that are in the box. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop right now. This is getting way too weird, dumb. <laughs> That could be actually the plot of the movie, though. Yeah. Although, a bit more <laughs> horror-centric than the other Back to the Future movies, just saying. Yeah, it's like, uh, M, what's what's up? It's like, it's a kid's ma- It's a kid's A. Something's gotta be done about your kids. <laughs> we gotta go back to the future. <laughs> yes. Remember when I said I was gonna stop because it was getting too dumb? Yeah. And then I, I, I secretly stop. wanted you to continue, and you did. So thank you. Uh, yes, that was your trap card. <laughs> yes. But anyways, uh, for those unaware, Mikey does these uh, little mini stories, or sometimes not so many, uh, highlighting all the sentences in the story that start with words that they shouldn't, like it's ends or buts, because there's always better words. However, the story didn't have a whole lot, which I was actually kind of surprised. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, I wasn't actively looking for them while I was reading the story, but I, as soon as it, like. Mikey came out. Well, I've got a, 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 a conjunction junction. I was like, "Oh, here we go." Yep, I saw a couple but along the like, way. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't, I don't look at them when I'm reading a story. It's not so. our job. Yeah, that's Mikey's mm-hmm. uh, cross the bear. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I'm guessing since you did a conjunction junction, that's all you got there, uh, Mikey. Yep. All right, gamer. Okay, I'm gonna lead once more with the. Uh abbreviations i was gonna chime in 
but I'm like, this is a big enough issue that we should bring it up three times. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so whoever's listening to this will remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do with when you want somebody to remember things. You say something three times. Indeed. So, um, as soon as I saw that, the part where it's like, I'm going to call my friend this and the girl this, I'm like, okay, this is not going to get annoying fast. That's like immediately yeah. what I thought in my head. And again, mm-hmm. why not pick actual false names to start with those letters? Like, hell, if they want to make 100% damn sure that the names aren't even close, pick American names. Like something yeah. completely <laughs> so disconnected from them that it, it can't possibly be connected back to them whether or not they yeah. start with the same first letter or not like i got you i'll call myself joe yeah i'll call uh i'll call my friend kyle i'll call his girlfriend jasmine <laughs> and and the girl that was coming over sarah <laughs> of course because there has to be a sarah <laughs> yes that was that was literally the the whole like that was what that whole thing was leading up to for me. Yeah. Just like, gotta throw in the sarah because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was an s name Yes. But yeah. Also, as soon as they started naming everyone like that, it made me really envision that all the characters as Japanese MIB agents. Oh my god! <laughs> They're all wearing just the suits and like got the uh, the the sunglasses, the, uh, the sunglasses on all the time. Yeah. Yes. Also, I have to ask. I, I'm not not to not to cut into your your segment here, but mm-hmm. I do need to ask. Um, when when I kept bringing up Jason. Um, because and Son is an honorific for like uh, for somebody in yeah in in Japanese, but whenever you were reading Jason in the story, did you just keep did you keep thinking Jason? <laughs> no, but now I can't help but not think <laughs> it. You're welcome. Because <laughs> like honestly, every time I kept like saying it and like reading it, I was just like Jason. I was like that could definitely just been changed to Jason. <laughs> yep. Then they just when they destroy the the shed, he like goes to his garage, grabs a hockey mask and a machete. <laughs> change, change, change. Son, 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 son. Or uh, and then like S uh, S's father is just like Jason, J- Jason, Jason, J- Jason, Jason. <laughs> yeah, hitting the Jason button real hard. Yep. Good old heavy rain reference. But yeah, also um, like after reading that, the next sentence down. As soon as like I started actually reading them using it, I was not. But my previous um, assumption that I would be annoyed was justified because of how annoying it was to start reading through it. Like I had to keep yeah. going back. At the start of my notes, I made a list of all the characters to try to keep them organized. There's A, the original poster narrator. M, the friend who's a priest. K, who's M's girlfriend. S, who is the girl who came late. There's also M's father, M's grandfather. They're also brought up. The current poster yeah. doesn't have a name. There's S's father, S's mother, S's grandmother, S's grandfather, S's neighbor, who is J, double zero, which is also known as bracketed A. There's the T household, the O shrine as well. And there's also Mount O as a location. Are you confused yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I think in my actual thoughts, I have something about about T because like, but yeah, like T was the worst, I think, offender for me. Why? Because he came out of nowhere. All of these came out of nowhere. Some of these characters don't even show up and they're named. Okay, apparently I'm saying it now. So like my issue with T is like, they just started referencing this character like T, but like there's no brackets of like to explain why like who T is like like they've said like in in previous like they've given us brackets like and give us a little bit of like oh, like uh, 
clarification, except for T. And it's not until like a couple of paragraphs, almost like a, an entry later, we discover that T is actually their neighbor across the road. Man, here's another reason I hate this. I tried finding this instance of you bringing up T, so I did a search for T. And there's 3,259 instances of the letter T. Okay. That's because it's it's a, it's a story with letters. I know, and a gamer. I know, but God, that's terrible. I I actually uh I can I can pretty find it pretty fast. I think. <laughs> I think a household um, might work. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, I think I think the first time it, it's mentioned is uh is Jason's story. It's like I should explain about the box first. I guess both the S J and the T house across from us. Have uh, have been looking after the, ch- the the chippo, and then that's like yeah. yeah. So and actually that, that that one actually is not the first instance. That is when it clarifies who who T is because earlier it, it it brings up T. Um, yeah, it's like uh, chances are it was either uh, your house or T's house. Yeah, that's before uh, that. or according to the uh, yeah no, according to the ledger. Yeah, there's even another. According to the ledger, within one year, the box moved from T's house to S's house to J's house. Who the hell's T? Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you that one. I thought the first like mention of it was when they was talking about the different households. So yeah, okay, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm justified with my annoyance at T. Yeah, Mr. T. Goddamn T. <laughs> that, that, that's that's yeah. That's who that's who T is. It's just like. He's a nat elf mohawk across the road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but with this whole abbreviation thing, even if they really wanted to stick to their guns to this abbreviation, mm-hmm. why not pick letters that are connected to what the people are? Like, like maybe they're actually the first letters of their names, fine. But that makes it confusing. Like, for example, if it was if M was the the person who's posting all this, that's me. That's a, a yeah. way to connect it to it. Then his friend would be F because that's his friend. His friend's girlfriend would be G because that's the only girlfriend referenced. The girl who showed up yeah. late, she's L because she's late. Yeah. Like, it, it would be way easier to connect. I had to go through probably three quarters of the story constantly going back because I, I kept forgetting who was who. Yeah, um, for sure. Okay, I think I'm done. No, you, you, uh, legitimately, you are justified. Yeah. Yep. Like, I, I, you were seen, gamer. Okay, good. God <laughs> damn. So I'll move on. Uh, this is actually sort of still related to this. Um, <laughs> but this is the first one that really showed how, how ass this was. It's a, a line by M saying, it's not that. A, this is not good. S Chan, are you, are you for real? So, he could just be saying, like, he could just be improperly starting a sentence because it's just A, like the letter A, which can very easily be used in a sentence, like A this and A that, you know, talking about nouns. Mm-hmm. Had a couple of times. A, is, is it a verb? Yeah, it's a verb, right? For A? Or no, it's not a verb. It's a noun. No, it's a. Um, I know words. I know. I know English. Verb is an action <laughs> word. A noun is a subject. In this story, A is a subject because A is a person. Yeah. But yeah. the letter A to describe something is not those things. It's another thing, which I totally know. <laughs> it's an adjective. 
No, I don't know. Why would you even search this? <laughs> I'm I'm literally looking up because a and the are like those kind of words. It's apparently called an article. Okay, yeah, that's okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's an article. We learn. We hey, hey, like we knew what it was. We just didn't know what the word was. <laughs> yes. Put simply, an article is a word that combines with a noun. Articles are actually adjectives. Oh, so it's partially right because they describe the nouns that they precede. That is what my first Google search says. From scribendy.com. Yeah. Anyways, that's actually the end of my grammar in yellow because everything else was talked about. Oh, okay. Technically, what I said was talked about as well, but I at least added a, some extra wrinkles to it and ways to improve it. Okay. Uh, so now I suppose we'll move on to actual thoughts. Um, and I'll start with this one. M. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. If it goes wrong, you'll need to perform the purification ritual. <laughs> do the purification ritual, M. Otherwise, my father will have to do it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that, that's not part of my, my, my notes. I just like reading that. I was like brought that up, <laughs> like dredged that from my mind. Mm. Uh, I'm counting on you. M hung up the phone. Okay, so yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, M hung up the phone, then bawled his eyes out for the next few minutes. With his chest heaving from the sobs, he sat down, Seiza style, and said, Okay, let's do this, and slapped his own knees. He was no longer crying. He was ready to do whatever he needed to do. M. A. Get me a box cutter or a knife, would you? Me. <laughs> Stupid. Say A, not me. Yeah. Uh, me. W- what? What are you going to do? So, yeah. After overhearing like that kind of phone call, like on, on like the one side of that phone call that's happening, uh, and, and observing my friend's reaction... Get me a box cutter or knife, would you? Is the last thing I want to hear from a bewildered friend <laughs> who is acting yeah. like that. <laughs> like, like, yeah, the whole like start of the story is like really like I, I actually really enjoyed the uh, the kind of like so, sort of um, out of context or like, like the sort of out of context horror of like one of your friends suddenly just gets triggered by something and goes like almost Manchurian candidate style, <laughs> like just like. The box arrives, and and the and your friend just starts freaking out over this box that your fr- your other friend has brought over, and then like calls his dad, starts talking very cryptically about like some kind of purification thing, and then like sla- like gets like like starts bawling his eyes out, starts like like acting really bad and really weird, and then like bands up and like cr- uh, review cultist hand me a knife. He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Like that is not what I'm going to give you. <laughs> after after seeing that, yeah. Um, so I'm surprised maybe... you didn't go. Like he slapped his knees and he's like, "All right, let's do this." Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should have. Yeah, that that's definitely something I would have done, but I didn't. Also, really uh, old. That yeah. kind of shows our age by doing that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But moving on to the next thing here. Um, M stuck his blood-covered finger inside her mouth. M. S-chan. Drink. Even if it tastes awful, you need to drink it. S. Ah, gah, gah. Did we really need to have dialogue, the like a dialogue bit for S-chan choking down blood? <laughs> like, yes. couldn't it have simply been um, 
a descriptive sentence as the reaction. Like she choked, like 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 she gargled and choked down the blood. Like as as M put it, uh, like kept his his finger, his bloody finger in her mouth. Like I feel like the the it almost kind of it was almost a little bit comical of like S. Uh, <laughs> um, and you say like couldn't that have been described yes but also couldn't they have had normal names yes <laughs> that's gonna yeah, that's be <laughs> my like yeah my your retort to everything yeah it's gonna be your your retort is just like they could have also had really they could prop they also really could have had proper names <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if they couldn't do this they why did you expect that they could do that yeah uh, and then we have uh, this here. Um, so M, uh, Notenjo, Norio, Shinme Wato, Akemashita, Kashiko mo Ikan, Shikonomi Momatsu. Um, so I apologize for that for saying, or if I if I definitely got that last bit wrong, especially. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then it sounded like some kind of prayer or incantation. But he repeated it five or six times. It sounded more like a, rec- a recitation than an incantation. So I decided to Google it, as is my way. <laughs> like, Google Translate. Um, and this is what I got from the translation from Google Translate. So take that with a, with a, with a grain of salt. Um, opened with the ceiling, glue, and shinmei rock. The wise Mandarin orange preparation also wears. <laughs> okay. Probably again, not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> again, Google Translate, but yeah, that was the um, that was what I got when I when I googled when I when I copied and pasted that uh that incantation or recit- recitation into uh, Google Translate. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's wrong. I'm sure it's off, but it made me chuckle a little bit when I saw just how like kind of like just the random word garbled. Um. If somebody who actually speaks Japanese would like to give us a proper translation, I would love to hear it, like, in the comment section below. Or read it, rather. <laughs> um, and then the next thing here. I live way out in the countryside, so please stop trying to find where I live. If a huge influx of tourists came by, or came now, it would be terrifying. Ah, yes. The true horror and fear of this story doxing yourself which honestly a valid concern a lot of the time when it comes to like a horror story that's using real places and real people mm-hmm. <laughs> supposedly <laughs> like again you look at um the blair witch project when they used the um u- they used burkittsville in maryland which was formerly blair and after that movie came out and made tons of money and like like huge fandom about it and stuff people flocked to the town of Burkittsville for better or worse. Like some of the townsfolk made uh like made bank by selling like rocks and sticks and stuff from their hometown because people were willing to buy it. But a lot of the people living there didn't like how, uh, how so many people, uh, like how so many people from outside of town were just showing up on Moss looking for the Blair witch project, like yeah. looking for the Blair witch. So, it's a thing that can happen, especially if like you make a horror series. If you if you do this like horror project online, and it gets big, 
um, people want to, people become your fans and want to know more about you and more about like the situation of like, or, and I'm, I'm guilty of it well as well when it comes to locations. Like if I hear there's an actual location that, that was used in a store, in a horror story, I want to know about that place. I want to go there. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it can it can be a bad thing. It can be a it can be it, there can be some good out of it, or there can be some harmless good out of it. But there can most of the time, unfortunately, with the the toxicity of the internet, it can be a really bad thing. Yeah, um, for sure. so I I can, I can definitely understand why this person went anonymous with like their names and some of that. It's just the way they used it. They, they went with an uh, anonymity in the story kind of was confusing. Like we keep saying for the fourth time, <laughs> but uh, I'll move on to the next thing here. Uh, M. Now, Jason, if the box was in your house, of course, there is no way that S. Fa- S's father would know about it. That I can understand. S's grandfather received the box from the T household and then died shortly thereafter, right? According to the ledger, within one year, the box moved from T's house to S's house to J's house. S's grandfather didn't have time to tell his son about the box. That we can understand. And it was at this point that I was like, wait, there are some plot holes in here. So first off, S's grandfather is with them. Like right at like according to a uh, uh. According, according, <laughs> well, according to the according to the paragraph earlier, right before the entry when the contractors came to demolish the shed starts. Um, there is a mention of like all the people that are meeting up at S's uh, house, and it 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 gives like S's father, uh, S's grand, uh, S's, S's father, S's mother, S's grandmother, S's grandfather. <laughs> okay, so but S's grandfather is now. yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's a, there's a ghost. There's a, there's an unreal in the uh, or or a or a or a or just a ghost in the in the house in the room. That's normal. Oh yeah, no, it's not even the house. It's just it's it's the it's the uh, cremated ashes of grandfather. We're in the room. Ghost might actually be there because right at the start of this story was about how M can actually like see ghosts and A doesn't believe him because he doesn't see ghosts. So he might have actually been there. I would have loved if like M like brought that up. Like it's like and uh, grandfather's here and like grandfather's just in the corner just nodding because he doesn't like nobody else can see him. And he can't really talk. He's just he's just kind of like like nodding in uh, in sort of frustration or in like agreement with M's uh, statements and such. Yeah, like that whole plot point that he can see ghosts and he can't went absolutely nowhere. You're just it, you know, dropped and that's it. It it's used at the beginning of the story because he can see the evil and like the presence of the box. But then afterward, it focuses less on on his ability to see things like his sixth sense and more on just like his family's business of being Shinto priests. But that might not have even been his like ability to see the supernatural. It could just be because he's been taught what these boxes are. He's been taught what these boxes look like. It could just be visual. He saw the box. He knows what it is. Oh, God. True. It, it could be. I. Yeah, it, it could have been that. I, I still think like it, it's it's the fine the way it is at the beginning where like he has like a sixth sense. Because and that's how he's able to sense the evil of the box. But yeah, you're you're right. It could also be that he's just like he was being trained 
or he was being raised basically to deal with these boxes at a certain amount of time because there was a few more boxes that he had to deal with. So yeah. take it or leave it, I suppose, in this case. So yeah, I'll, I can take it or leave that. Like, I, I don't think it's much of a problem aside from like, it just, they drop it after the, after the main, st- after the first story comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing here though, was my, who the hell is T? <laughs> Cause this is the first instance of like T just getting dropped. Like there, and like, it does kind of say it's like, like according to the ledger within one year, the box was transferred from T's house to S's house to J's house. I guess that's like their, like, I guess they thought that was enough to like, Oh, like that's why we're bringing up T. But I would have loved in brackets like to describe the the significance of like who the hell T is. Yeah. Um, instead of like having to wait like a couple more paragraphs or pages to finally discover that T is the re- is the is the their neighbor across the road that mm-hmm. was also in on all this. <laughs> yep, should lead with that. Yeah. Uh, and then my next thing here, uh, this is like a this is M um, talking with uh, basically talking to J and such. Um, this time I was able to purify the box, and if you'd just played dumb during questioning, that would have been the end of it. If by some mistake no one knew the box was in J- in S's house, then that would have been fine. But you were impatient and you were scared. I wouldn't even be here today if we hadn't looked at the ledger last night. We have a rule. It is forbidden for us to come here. So I want you to look past the fact that I'm here today. I have to come. I'm angry, so is my father. But we understand that having to follow an arrangement made by ancestors you've never met is also harsh. You want to run away from it. I get it. I was the same. When I saw the box that day, all I wanted to do was run away. It was only a short period of time, but I wanted nothing more than to get away from it. So I I read that in that inflection because I like how M just gets all serious about this whole situation here. Like Mm -hmm. I visualized this as an anime where the character M is getting all accusatorially serious and expositing a problem to someone who's caused the problem. Yeah. Like and like basically like almost like um like a lawyer he's suddenly like become a lawyer <laughs> accusing a uh, a convicted person in court because <laughs> yeah, he's just saying a whole bunch of shit and there's no back and forth it's not a conversation it's I'm telling you this shit sit down and listen yeah and another thing about this is um I also really like this mystery and the priest's business in maintaining and purifying these spooky boxes though it is also strangely vague throughout most of the story as at the same time as to what the heck is going on like they are just keeping everyone in the dark regarding the nature of these boxes other than they bad <laughs> like they're bad but let me uh, let me go into all this stuff like sort of sort of um teasing you until we finally find out why these boxes are bad mm-hmm. um and like I didn't hate it, but the meandering of this story kind of and, and like the meandering of the story is sort of a double sword because on the one side, it kept me engaged because I wanted to know more about the mystery. Like it was actually building up this mystery and like kind of teasing me with it and stuff of that throughout the story. And I a lot of times like that's how a mystery story gets you, or like how like a, a show will get you with that. Like like 
building up a mystery and not giving you the exact details you want and stuff like that. At the same time, it's also kind of aggravating <laughs> when just just tell us why these these boxes are bad and then give us the backstory about it. <laughs> like, you're um, not wrong. Yeah. Uh, but then my next one here, uh, Jay. I should explain about the f- box first. Thank you. No. <laughs> uh, I should explain about- it last. Yeah, yeah. I should explain about the box first, I guess. Both the S, J, and T house across from us have been looking after the Chippo. I thought it was Shippo, but apparently it's Chippo. And here I was thinking the box contained a cute but mischievous fox demon. <laughs> um Shippo is a character in Inuyasha. <laughs> oh, okay. In, in the anime uh, Inuyasha, uh, there's a character named Shippo who's a little fox demon boy. <laughs> uh, but also, so glad we. I'm I'm, I'm still on the tea house uh, like uh, uh, tirade here. I'm so glad we get now that T is a residence across the road from S and J's residence. Gah. <laughs> All right, I'll walk. I'll, I'll I'll step off my 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 soapbox on the tea residence. <laughs> um, after tea died, <laughs> uh, after tea died, and then S passed on as well. I was scared, even though I knew I had, even though I knew it had no effect on men. I was terrified of when S's father would bring me the box. But after the funeral, several days passed, and he never brought it. I went and spoke to the T family about it, and we thought it was possible that S's father didn't know about the box, and perhaps it was our chance to get away from it all. The first thing I did was ask in a roundabout way about the box to confirm whether he knew about it or not. We kept watch on the shed. And after T changed the paper talisman on the box, we plan to move away. So as as Jason is like explaining, like like confessing basically about like the whole situation, I was like, "Wow, dick move, Jay, dick move!" <laughs> like have this huge like arrangement like from your that your family's been doing with these other two families, and like because the one family like the one person who was like in the one the 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 next family like next family didn't um get a chance to give information to their their family members about the arrangement you're like i think we can get out of this guys i think i think we leave <laughs> like fuck yeah. s's family <laughs> it's kind of a dick move yeah but it keeps going with that uh as well um jay sang got down on his knees and apologized over and over s's father was apparently told by his father not to go near the shed and in reality the shed was so creepy he never thought to work uh never thought he would go near it. Okay. So it's not necessarily Jay's uh fault entirely. S's grandfather kind of dropped the ball by not directly telling his son about the arrangement in the situation, but just saying don't go near that shed. <laughs> like I yeah, guess maybe but... he thought he I, I guess maybe he thought he'd have more time and then like he passed away. Yeah, I was going to say he but... died soon after so I don't yeah, know if it's I mean, like, him being a dick. I mean, like, as soon as he got that box, I think he should have told his fa- his son, like, the situations that they keep them in the loop. Yeah. Because, like, the son's going to have to deal with it eventually. Because <laughs> it's yeah. like every couple of decades they have to they have to switch these boxes. 
Um, and then we get this one here. Then, when they started talking about finally tearing it down, S found the box when tidying up. S's father, mother, and grandmother couldn't believe it. But apparently, only S's grandmother understood what it was. She supposedly said, so that's why he didn't want us near the shed. So I'm just going to mark S's grandmother as also being guilty about this whole situation. Because <laughs> yep. she knew what it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so this horror story happened because all uh, just because of all around negligence. <laughs> Which actually is how a lot of bad things happen in fiction and reality, unfortunately. <laughs> like, it's actually like once I like I I sat down and like so this was all because of negligence and then like uh, there was like a moment where it's like dot 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 wait that's actually how a lot of shit happens unfortunately yeah. like that's actually not a bad reasoning for all this it's just it it, it leaves it like it sort of like gives the readers like God this is all like if you'd only communicated better yeah but but it's also like it, like that there's that frustration but it's like also. I get it. <laughs> like that shit happens on the regular. Mm-hmm. Um, so easily avoidable, but also everything is easily avoidable when hindsight is 2020. Yeah, that's also true. Um, also uh, from my, pre- from my previous statement about, uh, you know, Shippo and like the, the anime Inuyasha, this honestly sounds like a plot line in Inuyasha. If I'm being honest, uh, like I've recently picked that series up again uh because we've kind of been on a japanese horror kick and and it has a lot of japanese horror and like folklore in it um and there's actually an episode early on in the in the first season i think that actually has a scene where uh one of the shikon jewels is in the modern day and like resurrects like because of uh uh because of um the events of the series and they have to deal with this like modern like in the modern day they have to deal with one of the demons that uh, rise up from the Ashikon jewel being present. And it's kind of similar to this because it's in, it's an artifact in, in, in a, in a, in a dusty old shed on the shrine grounds. And the grandfather um, like tries to stop it, but then it goes on like a, on a literally like a murder, a murder spree through the town, consuming and eating people. <laughs> um, so yeah, kind of a similar, and it was in like a, a, a box that was like heavily, um, uh, taped with uh, incantations and protective wards and such. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, moving right along. I don't know what their motives or mental state was, but they must have been under frightful persecution. Persecution so terrible that they would kill their own children in order to have a weapon they could hold in their hands. At first, I was like, yeah, why would they do this? Like, why would they be like do this such a heinous thing? But then I got to thinking about human history and the miseries we inflict, we we have inflicted as a people against one another, like across cultures, across the ages. <laughs> like time and again, it's a it's a terrible thing that we do to people that we do to our uh, our fellow humans. And I then also started thinking about the ideas in a fair amount of horror scenarios and even like call of Cthulhu scenarios and specifically because that deals with a lot of like historical stuff. When people involved with the mythos or a mythos entity uh, and their magics are often people who have nowhere else to turn to for salvation from human misery and filth, but Eldritch forces. 
and like much like everywhere else in the world japan does have a pretty dark and bloody history <laughs> so mm. uh it would make sense like of of like people being oppressed like whole villages being like there was a whole i think period in their uh in their history that's like where like everybody was at war with each other so yeah um it, it's very it, it's again like another thing where i was like ah! Like, why would they do this? Why would they do these blood sacrifices and like murder children to make these weapons? So it's like, you know what? Actually, that based on like if how if you push somebody hard enough, they're gonna fuck. They're they're gonna turn to some darker shit to try and retaliate, right? Well, like yeah, but the way that I was seeing it is like doing horrible things to other people. Yeah, that's a thing that humans have been doing for a while. But doing horrible things to your own just to get back at someone else, like to that scale i don't know i can see it i can see it like it like basically like they are they're sacrificing the few like a few to help the whole like help the many because well, like yeah but as we established that's what over 50 children dead over 50 confirmed yeah. so it's probably over 60 or 70 total including yeah, the and male. this is a small village so they probably wiped down all the kids in the village to do this or basically most of them yeah, yeah like I, th- I think they maybe got a little carried away a little bit <laughs> they just kept making boxes for for like we'll just keep we'll just keep sending them in the mail to uh to, to like that village that we really hate across, down the river <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I it is weird that they, they made so many boxes <laughs> Maybe that's the part of the corruption of the spell or like of the ritual, though. Like they, they got carried away, and it wasn't until one of their own died from the curse, but not like sacrificed to it, but like by an accident. It was like, as they look at their blood-covered hands, like, what have we done? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, it is. It is sort of like I can under I can see why they did it because like. If you have nowhere else to turn to, yeah, you're gonna turn to like if if your only salvation is this like is a demon offering you the chance to get back at your your oppressors, yeah, you're gonna take that if you've been like beaten down enough. And you might go to such extremes as to kill your own children to do it. But that was a lot yeah. of children. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of parents. Like you, you would think that with all the people in the village, somebody would say this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Now, maybe I, I know, like historically, like uh, not may, not not in just in Japan, but in other places in the world and such. Um, if like there's overpopulation, there might might be an overpopulation problem is like already. So like maybe like like I know some some places in history like they will they would call children uh, cull children, um, like C U L L, basically to as a way of population control. So maybe something like that was also in like the, in the minds, in the mindset at the time as well. Well, I'm not, saying, I'm not condoning it, <laughs> but, well, I, but I am saying like that, that that's a possibility as well, like to, to make this reasonable. <laughs> well, uh, the problem is with the, the culling children is that yes, they, it, tells the one it, it is something that, Sorry. that happened, <laughs> but the thing is most, people that have children want their children to live so they try their best to find a way around the culling yeah because the the thing is there is an emotional attachment to children because it takes nine months to make a baby 
Yeah. <laughs> and even with like things like postpartum depression and like those kind of issues that spawn up, like most of the time it is still like it, it, it this child is mine. <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's a possessiveness to, to children. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, and again, it might have been like, it may not have even been like, we're we're think, uh, with that regard, like, yeah, like that, that's sort of like a fam, famil, like a famil, <clears throat> sort of a family based thing, or like a like a even like a, a, a an individual sort of like situation. But I mean, like this, if this whole village is like, no, like, Bob, uh, Bob uh, we need to get rid of uh, Margaret and Bob's kid um, because like they're like they're not that far. They've they've already got like a couple of kids. They can spare one. <laughs> Um, like it, it, I, I think it might have been like boiled down to like it was a village decision, not a family decision. What would have helped? This, telling us the size of the village, maybe. Yeah, because if it was a massive village, then it'd be a little bit more acceptable. But as like you were saying, <laughs> it kind of sounds like they wiped out the entire population of kids. Yeah, well, obviously not because uh, enough of the vet, the villagers and family members survived to be these modern day families because like that's what the t and like t s and and uh j are all like just uh, uh re- related to those uh, to that village yes but depending on the size of the village they may have called <laughs> the entire population of kids to do all this and then just after have that they're kids. like oh okay maybe we shouldn't have done that let's have some more kids <laughs> so we can actually honestly, survive that, yeah honestly that's probably what happened then so, so yeah yeah Again, not condoning it because it's just something that in history, like misery, <laughs> can't spell history without most of misery. <laughs> um, but uh, gonna continue on here. Uh, actually, I'm gonna bring something up that I have a little bit down. Uh, I have this uh, this quote that's kind of related to what we're, we were just talking about. Um, uh, thinking he had found an interesting new toy, the boy returned home with the box. Within a day, all the women and children in the household died. For the first time, the villagers felt true fear regarding the boxes. Who could have foreseen this truly bad thing happening? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I know they built these to fight oppression, and that's cool. Like, that's good. But when you make that many of these terrible things, like these weapons, and kill that many kids to do it, I feel like karma is going to come knocking at your door a little bit. Like I'm not saying they deserved what happened, but they kind of deserved it once they made like more than three boxes yeah. or more than the, more than the original boxes they had. Cause they even asked for them back from the, from the people that they, they sent it to. That's right? true. Yeah, they did. <laughs> so they, they're apparently reusable weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I couldn't help but also kind of tie this um, the the uh, analogy of the boy returning home with this box, like after finding this box, thinking it's a new toy, and then like everybody dying in there, to a kid finding a gun, like their dad's gun. Yeah, pretty much. And accidentally shooting themselves, like mm-hmm. it's sort of like that kind of a there's a there's parallels to that kind of um, uh, I guess moral of this story. Well, with the scale of this, it's like a kid finding his dad's bomb. And <laughs> yeah. the entire house. And with that as a segue, here's my next thing. Okay. Then they gave the box to the Yoshida village head for safekeeping, under the pretext of the villagers' good faith and sincerity. The Yoshida household suffered painfully. The women and children vomited blood before they died in agony. 
So now that we finally know what these boxes do and like why they're so terrible and, and what they're what they are as a weapon is I was basically like, so the boxes are supernatural bombs fueled by the literal souls of the damned. <laughs> and to that I was like, these boxes would actually make a really good um like plot point or plot device uh for for games like the ESO terrorist where your your agents trying to stop uh cultists and ESO terrorists who are basically like basically uh cultists mad cultists that are trying to use supernatural um using the supernatural in the mundane world to make su- the supernatural more prominent um so like basically like showing people that magic is real and your agency is all about making sure that magic doesn't isn't real because that will tear down the veil between our world and other worlds that are much worse. <laughs> so I can see this being used as like by an esoterrorist um, as the system. Uh, you could also use this in Delta Green, <laughs> where again, your your agents fighting a mythos thing, and like somebody plants uh, a uh, a kotoribako in like say uh, a park and kills an entire park of kids and, and mothers and such. Mm-hmm. Like, it's basically like, the, it's, it, like you were just saying, uh, Gamer, it's the equivalent of, of somebody having a bomb. Like, yeah. it's basically a bomb squad situation. Um, or even in Shadowrun. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> um, because, like, that could be, like, you're either the people that have to, like, like deliver this weapon, and then maybe you find out while you're delivering it that you're getting paid to deliver a bomb uh, to, to some family or some target. Or you're charged with with stopping the bomb from from being delivered. Mm. Um, it could be used as a. I feel like in the, in this instance, it could be used as either a one shot game where it's like it's just one scenario involving the situation, or it could be even like a conspiratorial thriller kind of campaign where you're trying to stop the use of these weapons by a organization. Like you're trying to like like who's like you're trying to stop who uh, you're trying to figure out who's making these weapons. And who's disp- who's dis- uh, dispersing them across uh, different organizations, and you're trying to stop them from being used because they are clearly harmful on a level that, like, in our modern world, probably wouldn't be traced as well. Like, if 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 they you just found this box, um, if if a modern agency found this box that had no like inkling to like the supernatural, they just think that this was some weird fucked up serial killer box. They wouldn't tie it to like the deaths of all these people, or they'd consider it like a biological weapon, maybe at most. Yeah. Because it's sort of like a biological bomb or a biological uh, or chemical bomb, mm-hmm. uh, the way it, it kind of affects the uh, the targets. Yeah. So, yeah, I I really liked I, I liked the story for giving me this idea of like <laughs> a su- having some kind of like cursed bomb or supernatural bomb that I could be used in a game. So the, the next thing here, uh, the number of years each box was to be held was probably an approximation by my ancestors, depending on how strong each box was. It could be 110 years, or in the case of Chippo, or in the case of a chip, in the case of a Chippo, 140 years. There was a rule that those looking after the box, or those looking after the boxes, were never to run away from them. I and so as as M is explaining this and like uh, I just imagine as soon as he gets to that part like where it's like those looking after the boxes were not to run away from them and just like side eyeing Jason yeah <laughs> like just like as he's like pulling just, at I, his collar a little bit and I'm like oh uh. uh, yeah exactly 
Um, because the entire time I, I imagine like suddenly M got really serious and like in this conversation and then like just has like has like a close up of his of his face and then just eye side like side eyeing uh, Jason who's in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, moving on to the last note I have here. As for why they didn't look after all the boxes together, this is just what my grandfather said. But the burden for a single person would lessen the responsibility of what had been done. Having a small number of people would make it would make sure the real burden was felt, and that they couldn't escape from it. I actually really like that reasoning. Like sort of helps drive home the severity of what you have done like the again see how many children they just killed but like this seems like a much better punishment than having like like oh yeah yeah we'll we'll um we can we can uh we we need somebody to like weaken these uh these boxes um before we can purify them but we're not going to leave that with one person no 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 that would all of you assholes in that village did this yeah <laughs> or like you were all privy to this to this uh to this um this heinous act. So we're going to make the, we're going to, we're going to divide up these boxes to a, to a, to the group of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's shift with. work for the rest of your lives for you guys. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you know what this is? This is like the purest form of community doing community service. Yeah. <laughs> like this is like supernatural feudal era or like, like supernatural community service. <laughs> For blood, for 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 the for the act of doing blood magic, basically. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, that's uh, that's the end of my notes for actual thoughts. Um, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, uh, my one note you basically touched on, but uh, I'll raise it again because I feel like it. So the quote then. When the breadwinners of the household wanted children, they would go and have them. But with no decent wages, it was difficult to raise them, so they would kill them. Like, that that one line just tells me, like, where's the community in this village? I mean, it's a different <laughs> culture. And, like, I have, I, I know that like the overpopulation is a big thing in Japan and China. Like in that in that part of the world, like overpopulation is a it has been a big issue throughout their history. So they, I, I think that that is something that is just a part of their their history of having to deal with like overpopulation and such, right? Yeah, because like they they are on an island. They they are, like in Japan specifically, they are on an island nation. Um, like food and stuff like across history has been scarce sometimes. So like it's sort of thing situation up like here, like in in our history, like with in the west with like depression when depressions happen and stuff like that like you gotta you gotta cut corners you gotta make sacrifices to like save the save the the the, the bulk of the family right why have kids I'm, if you're just gonna plan on killing them well i think they don't plan on like like if there's a like they they plan on having kids so that they can c- continue on as a as a like as a family or as a uh, as a unit however like they don't like sometimes if there's hard times they have to do they have to make sacrifices like you can't they can't predict when the hard times are going to happen hard times were already upon them though in so, like i think i think i think some I think some it happens sometimes i don't think it happened like 
I don't think they were having like necessarily having kids during the hard times or like, again, like human nature is also like it, like we are made to reproduce. <laughs> so sometimes it's hard to get past some of our, our, uh, our, nat- our, uh, our more animal uh, nature. <laughs> so I suppose like it straight up does say the breadwinners yeah. of the household wanted children. They would go and have them, but with no decent wages, it was difficult to raise them. So they'd kill them. So, so with that, I'm saying like I, I'm what, the way I'm seeing that is like when the when the breadwinners wanted family, like basically the breadwinners are like the ones who are making the most money. They can afford more food and stuff like that. They would have kids. However, when when the wages were, were 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 low or when they weren't making enough money, suddenly they couldn't afford to have these like have these kids around. So then they had to get rid of a few. <laughs> I guess I think that's how i understand again i'm not condoning this i'm just like i'm bringing it up it's like this happens in history <laughs> like this happens in culture it in, this happens now sometimes in, in parts of the world so so with um, all this being said the previous yeah. line was talking about yoshida village and how they're assholes and they're under control of the yoshida family and all that and then it talks yeah. about the breadwinners and they would kill the kids when i first read that i didn't know if it was talking about the parents killing them or like the yoshida family would show up and kill their kids because it it could honestly be both yeah <laughs> or it could be either or because like like yeah like the the head of the village is like in charge of like maintaining the village and some of that so like they might have like a lottery system like where it's like well we need we're we're, we're sort of running low on food supplies we need to get rid of some population <laughs> or it might be the family member like the breadwinner might be like the the head of the family like in the village not not the head of the village itself but like one of the the village like people mm-hmm. and their family and like they were doing well for a bit because they were getting some money they were getting some decent money from like whatever job they were doing but then that kind of went away for a little bit so then suddenly they weren't on top of the world like they were yeah yeah so anything else on that mikey <laughs> No, we've covered most of that. So I feel like and, we have like really picked clean that <laughs> that subject. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and that was the the big thing that I wanted to talk about. So I, okay. I'm done. My actual thoughts. Okay, gamer. Okay, where to begin? Probably at the start. Okay. So I first read the title. Uh, I kind of wish it was going to be a creepy tale about a monster called Ibako, and it was taking place in the uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Son of a bitch. Yeah. It's you Kotor, are the gamer in yellow. Ibako. Yeah. Yes. Kotor <laughs> Ibako. <laughs> yes. And then the next thing I saw was the art. Um, Actually, I'm going to stop you right now for a second. Like, cause I'm gonna okay. Continue on with the, with, the title, with, the, with the title thing. It's like, Game fodder wise, uh-huh. I kind of want to pull this into into Star Wars, <laughs> for, uh, and like maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll write a scenario for our like our Star Wars game over on One Less Die, where you guys find a a a dark like a, a dark side uh, artifact that's the Sith data cube. You know, it, or it's a, a Sith data cube, or it's just a Sith weapon, like a uh, basically a Force weapon that's used by the dark side. That is literally just Kotorubako, like this, uh, this, like uh, the 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 boxes from this story. But it's like all like because they're using like like the Sith use blood magic and stuff like that, and like human sacrifice, like child uh, child sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Um, like that's why, like that's it. Basically, it corrupts the Force to do the to then like have the Force subject. It, It subjects the living Force within like certain targets in the vicinity of the box to like suffer great pain and such. Yeah. 
So I could I could see this like actually like so you know, tag that onto the other uh, uh, the other um, uh, another system I can I can throw this into mm-hmm. <laughs> is a Star Wars game. So surprisingly, thank you, gamer. <laughs> You're welcome. And then with the art, um, first thing I saw is well, it's a little box that's covered in blood. So first thing I thought was, is that Tiny Box Tim after he's dead? Tiny Box Tim wow. is a character <laughs> that uh, Markiplier made up from a very, very deep, long time ago. Deep fucking cut from like Markiplier's amnesia days. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Before even reading the story, I didn't know the scale of the box. And even after the fact, it's still a relatively small box. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what makes it so like dangerous. Is like it's just it's a small box. Yeah, like you can put it and, in the backpack. Like, it has so much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like so, yeah, it could be in a backpack. Like, like a person could like have it in their backpack. Just walk walk over around to, like, town. Walk, <laughs> walk around. I think. I think. I think. That, I, I'm not sure. It doesn't really go into discussion how long it takes for this to happen. But I think it could like again like walk with that backpack. Walk walk into a park like where there's a bunch of kids. If you want to be like a terrorist kind of or, like a like a horrible like um like psychotic terrorist kind of character like kind of plot and just take the the backpack off put it under the bench that you're you're sitting at and then walk away Mm -hmm. and then like just basically just watch from afar the the horror that you you create because like that's gonna be fucking terrifying a little bit like oh man that would be so like it seems like it's a slow thing that happens though it's not instantaneous i don't think it'd be something that you'd be watching like he he would leave it go home and then watch the news yeah, that that's what. Yeah, because because depending on like the potency of it, maybe it takes like only a few hours. I mean, like a couple of hours, like kids play in park for a few hours. So. Yeah. God, I hate how like it's weird how I'm like saying like talking like it because it's all fiction. Like it, it but like sometimes I'll catch myself. It's like man, the things we say on this show. Yeah, it almost sounds like you're enabling. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's not. No, it's not really enabling because like this is all fiction. Yeah, this of course. Fake. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the first thing I thought, I thought when I saw that. And the second thing is maybe a Minecraft creepypasta? Oh, yeah. This that's is just a woodblock. <laughs> yeah, it's... I gotta pull up the uh, that, that image again. It Yeah, it's kind of weird, because it doesn't... Like, to me, it doesn't look like a puzzle box. I'm gonna really. get into that. Um, okay, cool. Then I'll, I'll shut up. <laughs> okay. And the story starts. And the quote is, main story. The protagonist of this story, blah, 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 blah. Um... So as soon as I read that, I was half hoping hoping that Nair was going to be called the protagonist the entire time. There's a, there's a yeah. horror game called Tungulus. No, it's not good, and it does that. I, <laughs> oh my god! We're like in the in like on the Steam page, it says like the protagonist does this <laughs> and that, and then like you load up the game and the the starting text crawl says the protagonist is in the basement of a like. Oh, it doesn't god. even have a name. Damn it. <laughs> However, I do prefer this to potentially be a, a creepy pasta and not a crappy pasta, so I'm glad that that wasn't the case. Yeah. Very true. Mm-hmm. And this next part, I was sort of confused about the inflection. Um where is that part specifically? Oh yeah, okay. Um but forty minutes later, S Chan arrived, then at that moment, or rather I should say, at the moment that S-Chan's car pulled into the lot outside, M said, no way, this can't be. No way. What should I do? Dad's out today. Me. I'm going to change that to A. Actually. A. What's wrong? Can can you see something again? 
and K says again. So a question there is like, why would she be saying again? Because like the inflection of it is like, A said, what's wrong? Can you see something again? And then K is like, again? So K is the girlfriend of M. So I would think that she would know that he sees shit. Because the inflection that I got from that is her being confused as to what's going on. Maybe it's meant to be like, again, ellipses question mark, where it's like more along the lines of, oh, it's happening again. Not what are you talking about again? You know? Um, I'm going to have to disagree because like, there's a good chance that like M M M wanted to kind of keep it secret uh, for the most part, like his, his ability or whatever, like kind of secret aside from him and his friend a, so, and maybe Kay's like, like he, he hasn't told Kay yet about his ability because he didn't want to like creep her out or, or wig, wig her out about it. Okay. Possible, but that's not said. So we don't know either way. <laughs> well, through that inflection, like that's how it's sort of insinuated. It is made to assume. And we all know what assuming does. Yeah. It pisses me yeah. off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it does. Yeah. Yeah. Like if that's the case and you want to do some character development here, great. And do it. Don't just it not, start it I, and then stop. Does it not say like right after that? Like, oh, M hadn't told. I thought it, I for some reason I thought it had said something about, along the lines the next of like. Line is it's not that a. This is not good. S Chen, are you for real? And then like K doesn't say anything for ages. Okay, yeah, ages. There, I, I feel like I, I'm with you. Then it should it should have explained a little bit like that. M uh, M had not told K about his abilities. Yeah, it's just that, that's yeah. all I need. Mm-hmm. so uh, the next one having said that S. Chen took out the wooden box it was a cube about 20 centimeters long so this is what she meant on the phone by or when she mentioned puzzles it was made up of small wooden blocks like Tetris pieces and to that I'm like so the art is wrong then because the art just looks like a wooden box with a flush fit lid on it not that it's made up of yeah. Tetris blocks also, I'm desperately trying to find a ruler right now to see how big 20 uh, centimeters is. It's like three quarters of a foot. Would your hand would is that hand accurate? That <laughs> that bloody handprint accurate? Oh, uh, it's not too far off. Okay. Yeah. It's not bad actually. Okay. I'm just generally terrible with like sizing things up, so mm. I wasn't sure exactly what. And it's left-handed, so that's even better. Okay, that's, that's <laughs> I mean that means that M is left-handed, or he's right-handed, and so he damaged his left hand because he doesn't use it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, he'd be using the knife in one hand, and then yeah, yeah, he's a filthy righty. I, I, I literally <laughs> just like I literally just like pantomimed that with my like holding a knife, a pantomimed holding a knife in my right in my in my right hand and slitting my left hand. Great. <laughs> Things that now I'm bleeding with a made with a, an invisible blood <laughs> or with imaginary blood. <laughs> I put an invisible bandage on that. Yeah, well, it's all—it's only like one one harm, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yep. Yeah, either way, um, it looks like the art was done for this story, and yet it's not accurate to what the box is. Yeah, like there's blood on because... it, which it would have blood on it. It's a box. Mm-hmm. The sizing's right. The only thing they did wrong is it's not puzzle. Yeah, like there that should be more me. like lines. Like, yeah. But it's 
yeah, there should definitely be like more lines and like pattern work to show like the Tetris uh, like design. Yeah, and there is a very faint line around the top that looks like a lid you could just lift off. So mm-hmm. whoever did the art, they did the art of the woodwork and did the grain and everything, and then it probably did that after the fact. So why not just do that everywhere and make it all Tetrisy? Yeah, I don't know. It is a it is a mystery to us all. Mm. Also, the um, the grain of it and everything, it looks like it was carved out of a single piece of wood. It literally looks like a block from, from Minecraft. Yeah, when realistically, they, <laughs> from the sounds of it, because it's made of a bunch of different pieces, they probably just got a whole bunch of random wood and made it into the proper spots or shapes to put it together. So the grain would not yeah. be even like that everywhere. But even yeah, so, I would take even grain and a pattern... Tetris pattern compared to just no Tetris pattern at all because that's important. Yeah. Right, so I'll move on. So uh, the uh, purification ritual happens, and S spat something out on the floor after it. What even was it? It wasn't like elaborated on at all. Just that she spat something out, and M's like, "Okay, you're good now." Does it not say what it no. was? What the f- oh, man? I'm fabricating shotguns because I thought it was like a little. Like, I immediately thought it was like some kind of little creature that she <laughs> was both bloody. Like that was in her. That might be the case, her, but uh, I, I didn't. But we don't. Yeah, we find it if I can. Open your mouth. I need noises. Ugh. Threw up something that was covered in blood, and then M says, "It's out. Wow. It's out. All right, you're gonna be okay." Uh, yeah, what the else. hell? What was they, it? She, he left yeah. it on the floor. <laughs> like it's still yeah, there. Yeah, now. They didn't, they didn't even, yeah, it's yeah, it's still in A's house. <laughs> Just he eventually cleaned it up, but we never get to see you. We never get to hear about no. that. So I would have liked to know what that was. Yeah, same. Also, like it doesn't make sense because the whole thing is just. Like with the uh, the curse, is it makes the, like cough up blood and you bleed from the inside and die and all that. Great. I mean, it's not great, but fine. That's what it does. So, what the hell yeah, is so this thing like, that they that coughed I, up? I wonder if it's maybe supposed to be like a piece of lining from her stomach that she actually spit up. Like maybe it was start like the 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 curse was already starting to kind of work itself in her. So like it was starting to like basically like. That was the first bit of like sh- of of her like insides being shredded up. I don't know. But if that's the case, she she might be in a little bit more trouble than yeah. <laughs> than the story sort of like leaning into. It really sounded or, actually no, um because earlier, um, where does it say that? Earlier, actually, hang on, I think I have a note on it later. Where the hell is it? Uh, when he's on the phone, yeah, there we go. Uh, this is when Emma's on the phone with his uh, father. Yeah, it's not here. I can't see anything but the box. There's evidence it was there, but it seems to be gone now. Yeah, there's something in there, in my friend's belly, in the shape of a shippuru. So he's saying that something in the, in the, was the the on the box, but it's not on the box anymore. It's in my friend's belly, and he somehow knows that, I guess he sees because she, well because he because he sees go because he sees spirit yeah. so um so basically something left the box and was yeah, in her and then 
it was coughed out, but it wasn't elaborated on what that was. Um, actually, uh, I guess is it a freaking xenomorph situation where like it implants? I was thinking some, like some creature inside that like eats your insides out. That's why you bleed to death, and then it jumps out and goes to the next person, or or just like like phases away because it's it's done its job. Yeah. Like it goes back into the box, basically. Like it's a. Basically, like the box is like a, it summons these spirit things from like the, these evil curse creatures that are inside the box, mm-hmm. um, and like sends it them disperses out. a um, bunch of chest yeah, bursters to everyone. Well, here's the thing. Like, it's, I'm looking here. Um, actually, a little bit further, it's yeah, he says like, um, yeah, there's something in in there in my friend's belly. I think it's the shape of a, of a sheepo, sheepo, right? There's a triangle inside, so it's like a triangular looking thing. So like maybe it's like like basically like a like a like a, a like a serrated like triangle like spirit looking or like like spirit creature that just like starts shredding like just starts like just a the inside of a yeah no like legitimately like I think that like what if that I think that might be like what the creature is it's it's not even like maybe even a creature it's just a a uh, like that's how the curse manifests in the person and like that's why they start coughing up blood and die and, like painfully is it basically just grinds in like it grinds and pulps on the inside like a blender it sounds like grind. <laughs> yes, clearly. Paul. <laughs> Puree. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's honestly like that, that's probably what, now we know we kind of know or have an idea from the story what the sh- what that shape of that thing that she spit out was. Yep. I just kind of wish we knew more cuz we yeah. have to do a deep dive and look, read in between the lines to find out what it was. I mean, on the one side I'm with you on that, on the second side I like doing that, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> we'll agree to disagree, and I'll move on. Yes, <laughs> I, I could just hear the, the the venom in your voice on that. It's like we're just gonna have to dis. Oh, like you're like clenching your teeth. It's like we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Although that okay. The other thing is, uh, no one questions the fact that he's saying this shit on the phone. He straight up says, like, yeah, there's something in there in my friend's belly. And S is just sitting there like, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> S is like, excuse me? <laughs> like, no one's like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's no, there's no characters. It's just <laughs> M saying shit, and then stuff happens. There's no, no one has any personality. No one is questioning things. No one's... Especially when he's like, "Get me a knife," and he starts like cutting his fingers. Like, okay, you have to tell us what the hell's going on. First. Well, and then well, he he does he, like that. That's when Jay. Oh, that's when not Jay. That's when A says like, "Why do you need the knife?" <laughs> like kind of thing. But see, I took it as like they're all they're all like in shock of like, why is he acting like this? Like, like because like that's how I would like honestly that I've I've seen that happen where like something happens on on the phone like and somebody's like frantically talking on the phone. Everyone else in the room is quiet and like. Like either intently listening in or just being really still because like there's something going down on the phone. Like, so I I can kind of see I I understand with what you're going from. Like I I think there could this story could also use like a little a couple of descriptions of like how like how everybody's reacting that way rather than just have that being assumed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> but okay. Yes. This is continuing into my next notes. That's why I'm continuing. Yes, but that would make sense if there was no time. If he's like, there's no time. I can't tell you. I have to do this right now. Then, okay, fine. I'll tell you after. Like, whatever. That's fine. But 
this happens, like M freaks out, calls his dad, takes several minutes after the call to collect himself. And in that time, like none of the others question him about what's going on. A lot of time is passing in silence of people just sitting there. Like the other characters are basically cardboard cutouts. They're all NPCs waiting for the PC to interact with them at this point. And then like M breaks down into tears and like K's trying to console him. For 20 minutes, for 20 minutes, he cried his eyes out. And then the four of us all ended up crying together the whole time. M made sure not to make contact with the box. All this is happening. And all I'm thinking is, what are we crying about? What's going on? Why can't you say anything? Like, yes, as a reader, I want to know what's going on. But me trying to like get in the head of A, it's like, I have no, as A, I don't know what's going on. What am I crying about? You know? Yeah, because there's no exchange of information happening, especially with how grave apparently everything is. I understand if he's freaking out, fine, but this is a span of probably 30 (laughs) minutes total, including him freaking out and the phone call. And in that time, no information was shared. I think that's ridiculous. Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. Moving on from there, finally. Which is kind of in the same vein. (laughs) That seems to be my thing today. <laughs> my dad took it there, and they've taken care of it. This is after the purification. They're better yeah. off not knowing anything else about it. He looked like he didn't want... All right, then out of the quote, he looked like he didn't want to talk about it anymore. No matter how much I asked him about it, he wouldn't tell me anymore. He just said one final thing. M. Inside the box is hatred, hatred itself. But yeah, there were quite a few things in there, like fingertips, umbilical cords... So basically, I'm not going to tell you anything, but I will tell you some things. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what, what's what's in the box, but I'm going to tell you what's in yeah. the box. Like, what? Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of wishy washy on like, like, I I guess like some time like this had been over the course of like like a bunch of time like of him like pestering him, but it should have like said like eventually he he um uh he confessed or, or eventually he, he relented and, and gave me some information. Yeah. If it was like a five hour exactly. car ride and eventually he broke him down fine. But it sounds like, like a minute later, he's like, fine inside is this. Yeah. But he yeah. didn't even say fine. See, if he said fine inside the box is hatred itself. That's like, okay, fine. You win. But he just says, yeah. It. yeah. That is kind of, annoying. yeah. I, I kind of wish it's like, <laughs> He'd be like, you're better off not knowing anything about it. He looked like he didn't want to talk about it anymore, blah, blah, blah. He said one more thing. If you really want to know, I'll tell you when this is all over. If you said that, cool. That's fine. That's reasonable. He just like snaps and tells him. It's kind of weird. And I'll move on. After that, the next section is later developments. No, I did not technically space these out by section, but I just kind of did that just for pacing. Either way, I meant to do that in my notes, and I gave up, and I completely forgot about well, it. Well, honestly, in this sort of format, <laughs> I would not recommend sectioning out like that because they're "quote unquote" small sections. Some of them are, so yeah. doing it for everything is annoying. Regardless, after posting his story, the thread became extremely popular. So the original poster added to his story. And then, so at this point, I'm thinking, you weren't the original poster. You have been thus far. I think I think this is supposed to be Kawabana or the, the translator. 
Okay. Were you going to say yeah, that? Yeah, so like, I suppose <laughs> okay. this is being posted online by someone who isn't A then. Like A posted this, because early on it says like, I want to tell the story, but I have to tell it somewhere here, otherwise you won't, like here, otherwise you won't believe me. Making it sound like, okay, he's posting this on a creepypasta related thing. So to me, yeah. it's thinking, okay, A is posting this on Cowabana or on whatever. Well, on whatever blog. Yeah. Thing, yeah. So, okay, then all these words are this poster doing it. But then at this point in the story, after reading the main chunk of the story, I find out, no, this is being posted by someone else now. There's another character well, being added to this. At least they don't have an abbreviated no. name because they have no name. I'm going to have to stop you here because I'm looking at that that uh, that bit right now and there are not brackets. There's like a different type of bracket square around bracket. that. Yeah, the square brackets are around that section. So I think that's differentiate that like Kawabana is adding a little insert here to give further like context to the to what's going on, what's about to happen. I suppose. So, yeah. So I think that's just uh, uh, basically an editor's note sort of thing of like from the uh, for the for this translated version of the uh, of the story we're reading. I guess. Yeah. Fine. I mean, you can still be pissed off about it, but. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> Don't worry. So then we get on to M's story. I was a little worried about Kay, but she didn't touch the box for very long. So she should be fine. If push comes to shove, I can take her up to see my father. So it's all good. I guess he's saying this to A. Yeah. My question there is when did she ever touch the box? As soon as S brought into the house, M told everyone not to touch it, and he was constantly freaking out. Yeah, I think like is it, it? It's A that gives him the 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 bath towel to wrap around, like to wrap the box around his arm, his hand, right? Yeah, I double checked. The only person who touched the yeah. box was S and M. Okay, then yeah, <laughs> it is sort of weird. Yeah, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, it kind of feels like this was just said to give fodder or potential fodder for her to have a problem later on in the story. I'm glad that didn't happen because I would have yeah. been like, okay, called it. But also, Kay was a useless character, to be honest. Yeah, In a story would... with way too many characters that are way too hard to keep track of, what did Kay do? She literally just, like, she was in the background and M's girlfriend. That's, that's it. Oh, she wasn't. She's not the girlfriend. She's just someone who showed up late. No, that's S. S is the girlfriend, isn't it? No, oh. S is the girl. S was the girl who was late. K is the, K is uh, M's girlfriend. God, I hate these fucking abbreviations. <laughs> As we've said before, for the for the last time, for the for the first time, for the last time. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So S is the late one. Yes. And K is the girlfriend. Regardless, she did nothing. <laughs> yes. K honestly didn't need to be in the story. No, she, I mean, how many lines did she actually have? She questioned that one time one. being like again, and then that's she had it. a total of one. Yep. Um, now, I to to sort of like counter you a little bit about you're like oh like like why was she in danger? She she didn't touch the box. We do find out later that the box doesn't. You don't necessarily need to be touching the box for it to affect you if you're um, either a child or a, or a woman who's uh, of age to bear a child. 
But so, M also says she didn't touch the box for very long, so she should be fine. So does he not that, know? Yeah, that he there's should? there's my counter to counter <laughs> because he does say that she didn't touch the box, so she's fine. But like apparently that's not necessary. Like as we find out later in the story, I guess yeah. that, that's a little bit of a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Also, again, there was no men. It didn't happen. She didn't touch it. You're just saying yeah. she touched it. Yeah. Okay, I'll move on. I think this is also M talking, because M does most of the talking in this. When either of them speaks of the boxes, they are seriousness itself. I really like that wording. It's one step yeah. away from, guys, I'm seriously, okay? Or, I'm super serial. Wow. See, I was going to say, it borders, like, it, at first you think it's a typo, but no, it actually does make sense. They are serious. And it's actually, it's actually a cool way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> seriousness itself. I am the embodiment of seriousness right now. <laughs> I am seriousness incarnate. <laughs> I am shit just got real incarnate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Then uh, M is saying this to S and J. We have a rule. It's forbidden for us to come here. So I want you to look past the fact that I'm here today. I had to come. Why not ask them to meet in town or something? Like, I hope there's a yeah. reason that he had to go to the house. Spoilers, there wasn't. Because he just had he just went to the house to tell them information. He didn't do anything when he was there. So they could have just went to a freaking Starbucks, hung out and talked. Yeah, or they could have all met at the shrine. Yeah, or in the middle of the park if they want privacy. Like, if yeah. he's forbidden to go to the house, why go to the house? Yeah, it, I think I think it was like it's like the show. Like this this situation was so severe that like we had to break our rule to to uh, to have this conversation here. But that I mean that sounds cool in theory, but like the way it's uh, the way you're bring, proposing it, it does kind of sounds kind of stupid. <laughs> and why isn't the rule? It's forbidden for us to talk to you about this. Because, like, they want as few people to know about it as possible. Yeah. And that'd be fine. It doesn't matter where they talk, because they're talking. Yeah. Anyways. And, I mean, if we're going by that logic, A is breaking all the rules right now by by posting this story online. (laughs) Yeah, and M is also breaking the rules by saying that it's okay to do that, because he asked his permission. His his excuse was no one's gonna believe you anyway. Yeah, and I mean that's yeah half the time that's 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 uh, the reason for like why like how can we tell Delta Green stories or how can we run Delta Green games in the, in the modern day? It's like because skeptics. Yeah, pretty much because <laughs> like because mass skepticism is a thing. Mm-hmm. So then we get into Jay's story. He starts saying all this stuff. Um, we kept watch of the shed, and after. T changed the paper talisman on the box. We plan to move away. And the other parties would think, ah, that family is finished with the box now. Why wouldn't they just talk to the M family? Like, they seem to run this whole thing. If it's dangerous, they could be planning to do a lot of harm to people by doing this. Which is kind of (laughs) what almost happened. Yeah. Like, again, this entire thing is because of negligence. (laughs) Yeah. And 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 selfish. Actually, and honestly, not just negligence, selfishness. Like Jay was too afraid to. Uh, he Jay was afraid of the box. He didn't want to take on the responsibility, so he'd rather run away and let the S family suffer 
than have to deal with it himself. Mm. Like they knew about the M family and everything. So like, why didn't he even attempt, you know, to be like, I don't know if I want to do this, you know, I can't do this. Yeah. He's just like, no, I'm just going to bail. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to, just going to move. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then we kind of talked about this, like Yoshida village shows up and it says, uh, place name alias. That's the way that they should have been doing all the aliases. Yeah, like honestly, I would have been fine if it had been like yep. these are all different names. These all these names have been changed. Yep. <laughs> so people of the village were already under heavy burden and thinking he would bring more trouble. They tried to kill him. This is in regards to bracket A. Bracket double on o. bracket <laughs> on bracket A, yes. Or double O, yes, there you go. But then As I like to call him the mystery man from Oki Islands. Mm-hmm. Then Double O said to him, If you help me, I'll give you a weapon. The weapon was a small box, or more accurately, how to make the box. And the villagers asked him what type of weapon it was. He explained everything, and they agreed to his conditions. Of course, the story being what the story is, it's not explaining to the reader anything. It's just saying that he explained everything. So, that being said, why would they agree to this? It hasn't been explained, the purpose of the box, or how to just like how to maintain and cleanse it. So, as the, the people of this village... Why would you agree to this? I know we kind of touched on this, but why would you just, why? That many kids that you have to kill, and at the end of it, it's basically just to take out one family's worth of um, of kids and children, of, of children and, and women, to get the, like, the bad guys out, and then they get their town back. Great. But like the amount they had to sacrifice is just yeah. ridiculous. Like, if it had been one box, if it hadn't been, like, 16 boxes <laughs> that they made, if it had only been, like, one box, I could, with confidence, like, chalk it all up to, like, the desperation of, of an oppressed people. Mm-hmm. Um, but they kind of get greedy or, like, they kind of get corrupted or, or something. Or, or yeah, just like, I can't say suddenly, greed because, like, what are they even getting yeah. out of making more? Yeah, I don't even know. What, I don't know. What, basically, they just get dumb and make more <laughs> of these weapons. Yeah, they become Derpland. This is the inception of Derpland. Yeah, or the story is of Japanese. Derpland. This is this is uh, Euro Derpland. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Japanese version of Derpland. Pretty much. And like in regards to the cleansing of it, cleansing of S's box is really weird. Now that I think about it. Because it was supposed to be watched for another 19 years, and then the M family would take it, and they would cleanse it. How is yeah. it just taken care of now because of a five-minute ritual that M did? Why didn't they do that with all of them right now? I think it's a safety protocol th- situation. Like, they had, like, like, another 19 years, and it could have been safely, like, with no rush, no... Like with with the proper preparation and like OSHA standards of the Supernatural Task Force, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they could have they could have um, in all seriousness though, like I think it was honestly like a a super like a um, they another nineteen years and it would the box wouldn't they wouldn't have had to like be be so rushed and like with un, uncertainty from like uh, with dealing with it. Whereas like because S found it and brought it over to uh, and M just happened to be there, luckily. Um, that it was a it was sort of a rush job, and they were uh, it was uncertain as to like the outcome of if they had properly purified it or not okay. until they got back to the shrine and stuff. So I think it's honestly like, the, and again, like they 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 were like, this is all this is all stuff that was given to them, like instructed to them century like a century or a half ago. 
by by their ancestors. Okay. So, like, it might not have been entirely accurate, but like they basically on the safe to be on the safe side, it could be like another nineteen years, and you would have been fine. Well, we don't even know if that is specifically the ritual to cleanse the box that they would have done at the end of its lifetime. This is just what they had to do because there was a um an outbreak of it, like an infection on on someone. For all we know they take yeah. the box after nineteen years and it doesn't directly affect you, but then they do some other ritual. So like this is to me, this seemed like an emergency ritual just to get the thing out and save the person. And in doing so, it also cleanses the box. Maybe it's the same thing that they do. They infect someone and then cleanse them, and that's how you, you do it. But that being said, why don't they just do this 50 years ago? Grab someone, infect them with the box, cleanse them and the box, the box is done. Because it needs to be weakened. Yes. <laughs> like that, That's the thing. It, it, the box at full strength is too strong to be cleansed. Yeah. So I think again it was a safety protocol they had they were following from from their ancestors. I don't know. Okay. A guy who wasn't even trained to do it did it over the phone 19 yeah, he, years he early. Was, <laughs> he was raised like in that like like within that group and like taught how to do it he, though he like didn't like he wasn't like a professional of it. Yeah. Yeah, so it, again, it, like that's why we have a story here is because like he had to risk, like it was a lot more risky because he had to do it and such. Is all I'm I'm thinking is going on with the story. So I think there would be more of a story if he failed, though. True, it would have been interesting. Well, it would have been a much darker story if it hadn't if it had failed. Yeah, but yeah, I could see it being a little bit more. It'd be a little bit more long. It'd be a little bit more involved and interesting, for sure. Because we'd actually get more. Of, we'd actually find out a little bit more of the, the deeper workings of the arrangement and like what the Shinto priests do and such. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just basically too easily taken care of in my opinion. Okay. Then uh, it describes the box a little bit saying next the inside of the box is filled with blood of a female beast. Then after waiting a week, a lid is put on before the blood has dried out. Wouldn't the blood just seep out through all the cracks like long before um, the week is up. It's a Tetris cube. It, yes, however, um, I, I have seen some of the like some of these like puzzle boxes and stuff that are like these puzzle uh, constructions that uh, that have been made, and they do actually like seal tight. So like watertight. Yeah, like and like with no adhesives or anything, they just like they like it, it's a, it's it's actually pretty astounding. Like some sometimes like they some of these have been used like this puzzle technique has been used to like create a bed with no uh, like. Uh, adhesives or or like um or like like screws or anything like that and it supports the weight of a person sleeping on these beds despite that like it's like this weird intricate arcing um like support beams and columns and stuff that on the bed um and then similarly like these things have been made to like they're sealed they're 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 positioned tight enough and like using their own like kind of tensile strength to seal them closed this also raises another question. It says like you wait a week and then before the blood's dried out, you put a lid on it. It's not supposed to have yeah. a lid specifically. It's a puzzle. Like how, how does the puzzling function work? Like the mechanics of it from the sounds of it. It's just like the image on the top. It's a wood open square. And you just pop the top on and it's done. That's the way that that maybe, line says. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there is more to the puzzle. Like, for like sealing it like what like the lid will go on but then like you have to like 
switch you can actually like change the puzzle like the puzzle pieces slightly to like lock it in place maybe i just wish that was described that's fair the puzzle thing basically dropped yeah are are you going to cover the uh the next part of this where it's like after the blood after the the blood from the beast there's suddenly uh then like the the bits of the people in the interior of the box (laughs) is put in no oh really what (laughs) Hang on, I gotta pull that that's that part of the story now. <laughs> like talking about like the end of their finger and the umbilical cords and intestines and stuff. Yeah, where is that in the story? Um... You look for tip. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So here it is. Yeah, so uh, a lid is put up on before the blood has dried out. Then the next paragraph. Next is the interior. This is the origin of the name Kotoro Kotoribako. <laughs> And I was like, wait, so <laughs> the box is filled with blood of a female beast, and then you wait an, a wait a week and then close the lid. Next is the interior. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Like this is this isn't laid out like um this is the order that it's done. Like yeah. It's out of order. This interior stuff should be put on before it says like all the stuff is put in and then the box is sealed and locked with the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I just I I wasn't gonna bring it up until until you like brought up the the blood stuff, and I was thought you might go into that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So my next question is just when I was reading through this, like, is anyone gonna talk about what happens if you open the box or if you just try to smash it? Like, there's all this rigmarole to weaken and cleanse it because they're quote unquote too strong. But why? Like, why won't a mundane destruction work? If you smash it with a sledgehammer won't the box cease to function? Generally, in occult stuff, breaking the physical vessel does not stop it. It'll just unleash the unleash the, the curse in, a, in an uncontrolled way. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, simply destroying the physical vessel will not st- sim- like stop the curse. It'll make it worse in, some, in most cases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the physical yeah. puzzle box is just there to contain it. Yeah, and, and sort of like disperse the the curse in a controlled manner mm-hmm. i.e it only if like who, who knows maybe destroying it like destroying the box or breaking the box and and, and opening up the uh the curse to the uh the air doesn't sim- like basically it re- it removes the um uh the, the 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 lattice work of the spell or the curse so then suddenly it's not just affecting like the children and women and, and childbearing women it's now affecting everything yeah like the men, animals, plant life. <laughs> yeah. Just wipes yeah, out the planet. Yeah. That'd be a problem. Or or like an entire a very large region. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Partially because we don't have a timeline. So I don't know why I'm asking this, but I'm gonna ask it. How long was it between M cleansing the box and them sitting down to have their story time? At least two or three days. Okay, actually, it might even been it might even been a day. <laughs> okay, because yeah, as soon as everything started, M was saying he doesn't know a whole lot about it, right? Mm-hmm. And then he sits down and tells them a detailed story about the entire creation process and everything that happened up to now. Yeah, I think he got some intel from his grandfather and his father when he brought the box to them in the days between that night and the meeting. I guess that's fine. Yeah, if he asked for that, yeah. 
Yeah. It's just kind of funny though. Yeah, yeah. It, it does kind of make it was like I don't I don't know anything about this. All right, here's the here's the full story of the of, of the origin of the uh, of the box, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just goes into it like suddenly he's like steepled fingers. His he he like adjusts his his glasses. <laughs> now officially, I don't know anything about this, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like I can neither confirm nor deny. Mm-hmm. And then my last one here is something A was saying. I won't reveal our names, especially especially my last name. But he's asking this to people on the internet that have information mm-hmm. on this. So if someone's knowledgeable on this fable, they know his last name. Yeah, they might be able to find out his last name. Because his last name but, is the name of Double O. Yeah. yeah. He's it's I agree with it and I dis and I agree with it to a degree, because like um yeah, he he wants to remain anonymous. So, like, basically, by remaining anonymous, but asking if anybody has any information about the the, the boxes in their local folklore, yes, they might find out about a guy who had one of the boxes, like the high the the um the what's the 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 bad one the hike the Hakai box. Um, they might learn his last name, but they that won't necessarily uh, and, and but that won't necessarily reveal him, like identify him. Yeah, it'll just identify his last name. Yeah, so sure. and and people have to do some more. Le- people would have to do some like specific legwork, um, like after reading the story and getting that request to to actually like go and do a deep dive of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. like at that point, they're kind of they're 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 entering into the into his inner circle on this whole situation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of it, it kind of rubbed me weird. Like at the end, like, where it's like uh, like I I know we've like uh, I've, I've aliased all everything so that like we can remain uh, anonymous and stuff like that but if you have any information about like all the stuff that we're talking about you could please contact me it's like it's kind of silly but i kind of get it i can but, appreciate and he even it though it. because yeah. it's trying to keep it immersive yeah like it's happening now like in our world yeah. and that's why it's posted exactly. online yeah um and he even addresses like i know it's silly to like have this but yes. like I'm yeah. glad he said so that I, because if he didn't say that, I'd be saying it. Yeah, and you'd be angry about it more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the end of my notes. Okay, so on to final thoughts. Um, this was an interesting one for me. Like, it was a, it was, it, it meandered around with the mystery, and it was sometimes hard to follow because of the goddamn aliases. Um, uh, like that definitely needs to be done properly. I feel. Um, and I could, but I could imagine this as, as its original blog style, um, like wherever it was originally online. And like, I think it would be, it would have been super engaging to read because you'd be getting these clues constantly, like through with every entry, but not getting a full story until like the last ones. And that for me would be like, kind of like engaging in that, like, I want to know more. So I'd keep up with it. Like it's sort of like teasing you to keep coming back, like getting your hit on like on a clues or onto like onto bits and pieces of the story, um, and I think I, I I definitely feel I could use this story or the uh, the subject of the story the uh, the Kotor, uh, Kotorobako um, object the the box that steals children. In a in game fodder, like one hundred percent, I kind of want to use it for something. Um, 
So I really enjoy it for that. Um, I was, I was, it's such a weird thing. I was confused through some of the parts of the story because of like the alias issues and like some of the, the translation, I think maybe also had something to do with some of the uh, inflections and, and problems that we had with the story, but I was never bored and I was never like pulled away from the story while reading it. Like up until the very end, I was like, I was never like, I'd, I'd never wanted to like, just like walk away from the story. Um, so for me personally, I'm going to recommend this story because I actually really enjoyed it for the interesting idea. It's got some issues with its writing, but I think that's also on, on the translation end of like just trying to translate between two languages. And it's got a really cool uh, object that I would love to steal for a, uh, for a game scenario. So Mikey, the stands for evil, your verdict. All right. Um, well, it was interesting, um, but we all hated the acronyms for names, or the letters for names. Um, the The biggest issue I have uh, is that it explains too much, and that's where we end up with plot holes or issues that we really don't like, like um the what 56 plus children died for these boxes when only one or two boxes really need to be made um it's like it's like they like started off as a mom pop place and then industrialized (laughs) (laughs) industrialized blood magic (laughs) it's really just the Lorax, the, the the moral of the Lorax, like don't don't industrialize and don't automate so hard. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, yeah, and really, but what it boils down to is that there's a village, and basically they say. We can't have and or maintain children, so we're going to kill all our children under 10 years old to create boxes that will make it so that the nobles in another town or that are oppressing us can't have children either. Yeah. So it's really the, some of the one of the pettiest reasons out there. <laughs> Welcome to the human race. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the, the biggest thing for me is that making a baby takes so long and there can be so many complications, especially in the olden days, like the mother do- might not even survive the childbirth. So, killing all these children really doesn't make sense with how many. How many there were? Yeah, like how many boxes were made or attempted to be made, as because we don't know exactly how many were attempted. Um. Yeah, we we could use a a number on like the population of this town. I think I think I think Gamer brought that up earlier. Yeah. 
Yeah, so at most I can only give this a partial recommendation. Um because while the idea of a crazy cursed box is neat, the background behind it goes too far and falls apart. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get you. And next up is Gamer. I'm going to go with no. It's the, the story was just really hard to follow for me. The naming convention, as we said multiple times, um, yeah, it keeps their identities a secret and all that, but it just makes it a pain to read, personally. I want, like, it's funny that you said, Cultus, that you wanted to continue through it regardless. I wanted to stop and just not be present for this episode multiple times because of how much it annoyed me. How frustrating it was for me to just be able to keep characters straight. Fair. Like, there were multiple times where like, I felt like I'm in the dark when the characters in the story know more than I do. And that's fine normally. But when characters in the story that are just learning about things know more than I do. Because they're acting on assumptions like they're being told stuff and things are happening and they're witnessing things, but I'm not. It's like I'm there with them in the story, but I have a blindfold on or I have earmuffs on. Like I'm missing stuff that I should be getting, you know. And it's frustrating for that to happen because A, the character of A would work as a reader surrogate, you know, like we're seeing and learning through his eyes because he doesn't know anything about this, just like we don't know anything about this. But it takes until the very end of the story for us to understand. Yeah. Like it, it took nine tenths of the story to find out what the object does and its intention. Mm-hmm. Like it took that long. And like, yeah, the, its original creation and purpose is horrifying, but it's not in a good way at all. Like over 60 children. And for what? So they could take out one family's children and so they can have a get, get their village back. Yeah. And and if if that was the intent and they just wanted to get rid of them because they sent the one box out and now, then they're like, oh shit, we don't want to fuck with these guys. We're out. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Then that's great. But why didn't they just make the one box? Why keep making boxes for 13 years after the assholes left their village? You're like, yeah, you mentioned it might be a corruption thing. But that's us making more and more assumptions, which is what we have to do with this story repeatedly is make assumptions because nothing is told to us. Mm -hmm. Realistically, if that was the goal, we're making this, get rid of our enemies, the enemies are gone. Great. We're happy. We don't need any more boxes. Awesome. How do we deal with this? We have to wait 100 years? Fine. Keep this one box for 100 years and deal with it. Done. Yeah. But that's not what happens. They keep making more for reasons and just makes life difficult. But with all these questions and roadblocks, it was all getting in the way for me enjoying this. I appreciate the um, the attempt to keep it immersive at the end by have, giving us a reason as to why it's online, which I always like. But everything else is pulling my immersion away from it. So all in all, I can't really recommend it. Okay. And I guess that's about it. All right. So um, then I guess that would be... Uh, we really ran the gambit today, then, I guess, on, uh, on our opinions on this, because... A little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I've said it multiple times in the past. We are different people. So we have different views on Mm -hmm. things. Uh, So that will bring us to, I guess, 1.5 out of three recommendations. Um, Honestly, like, yeah, like just 
whichever of us you you kind of uh, vibe with most like go with that go with that uh go with that kind of opinion if uh of whether or not you want to read the story or not <clears throat> so uh that will be this week's episode then so if you like what you heard or if you didn't leave us a comment in the comment section below because this gets posted whether it be on podbean facebook youtube or tumblr we're all on twitter so you can send us messages there mikey is at the east ends for evil the gamer in yellow is that the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. It's got to be. It's a bit by, at this yes. point. And I'm at Review Cultist. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. We can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, Japanese spooky stories. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! yeah. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon, look up Aldente Rigamortis, and select the backer tier you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier. We have special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories or translators of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And without you translating Japanese creepypastas that have been posted online by anonymous folks <laughs> so that we can enjoy them or at least read them and discuss them we really wouldn't have much of a show <laughs> because we'd have nothing to talk about so thank you until next time i have been your host review cultist i'm mikey he stands for evil and i'm the gamer in yellow and this has been al dente rigamortis sleep well